I just always want to be relatable and real and like have more of those honest conversations on stories and like share the behind the scenes and the things that aren't the best that happen in a day and talk about anxiety and like when I'm having a bad day and share that. But I also share the good stuff. I share a lot of dog stuff. So like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I want to be, I think like relatable and connected is the two words that come to mind. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to Poolside Podcast. This is episode 126. I am excited to be bringing back Haley from last week. This is the second half, second part to the interview. We did, I posted the first one last week. It focused more on business and this one is focusing more on personal branding. So if you didn't listen to the one from last week, make sure you go back and listen to it afterwards because it is just as informative and valuable as this one is that you're about to listen to. So if you missed it um, or didn't follow Bailey on Instagram after you listened to it, she is the founder of Play Digital, a marketing digital marketing agency, the co-host of the podcast, What Day Is It?, and also an influencer and dog mom. In this episode, like I said, Bailey talks about what her personal brand has evolved into, why consistency and authenticity are so important, and what her content creation process looks like. I find that so interesting to hear what other people do for creating content because I think everyone goes about it so differently, and it really shows that influencers or content creators do what works for them, and that's what really makes people authentic and genuine and that really comes out in the content so you do whatever works for you and don't worry about what other people are doing we also talk about finding your own voice and doing what feels right for you like I just mentioned we talk about not following what everyone else is doing and really finding your own niche through your own passion she shares how she manages her time between her business her podcast and her own account plus her advice for people developing their personal brand. This is a great one if you are trying to grow on social media, if you are looking for your voice, or you just want to get a little behind-the-scenes look at what a content creator's life looks like. This is another great episode. Let's jump into it. Here is Bailey. Let's jump over and I just want to talk about your personal branding because I know obviously you're the business owner and you've been briefly talking about it as how you run your business and how you work yourself and obviously those are very intertwined but how would you describe your personal brand like on your own Instagram account and social media? I think I'm still figuring that out because my personal brand up until I feel like the past like six months was always just like this byproduct of my businesses and my work. Um, and I, I definitely like put energy into it, but I never tried to monetize it or like treat it as a brand. It was just more like sharing behind the scenes of what the brands were doing. Um, and like who I was behind the business. It was never really like me working with a lot of brands or partnerships in that way. Um, but I think what I always, and this has never changed for me is like when I, people land on my page, I want them to connect with me. And I think, again, it just goes back to that. I want to, I don't want my page to be this like unattainable, like, and I not knocking accounts that are like great inspiration and just beautiful. And like, post a lot of high fashion or like whatever it is. I just always want to be relatable and real and like 
have more of those honest conversations on stories and like share the behind the scenes and the things that aren't the best that happen in a day and talk about anxiety and like when I'm having a bad day and share that. But I also share the good stuff. I share a lot of dog stuff. So like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I want to be, I think like relatable and connected is the two words that come to mind. I love that. I think you do a good job at it. That is what you get from your account if you follow it. So you're doing great. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, And when did you kind of have that switch then? So like six months ago, was it quarantine (laughs) or was there another reason that you did decide to change how you were looking at your own account? Yeah. um, There wasn't like an aha moment or anything. I think it was just for me, I saw an opportunity that I had been overlooking and I just was like, okay, I, if I am going to like be putting energy into my feed and stuff, like why not have intention behind it, I guess. Um, So, and I, not that I wasn't having intention with like connecting with my audience and things, but I just saw an opportunity as it to be more of a brand and to like be more intentional with partnerships and growth and opportunity there. And especially having the podcast, I think that that's a part of that business's growth because the podcast is kind of like a personal brand in a way, like I'm one half of it. So, um, yeah, that kind of was what like gave me the mind shift, but there wasn't like a moment that had that like aha moment. And what does that look like in terms of the type of content you're creating? So are you trying to, I mean, I know cause I follow you, but <laughs> if you're to explain it to somebody who's not following you, do you do more stories or do you explain more about what you're doing or have you changed the type of content that you're creating? Cause I know a lot of people, I'm sure you get the question all the time. And I've had lots of people ask me that people don't know how to create genuine content or how to build that community um and how did that shift for you when you were now creating either more content or different type of content yeah um i think i'm still like figuring out exactly the content that i'm putting out and i really try to just listen to what my gut is telling me like i definitely post a lot of fashion stuff because i'm passionate about that like i just i love fashion i love um shopping local i love thrifting i love the like online shopping and so I I get a lot of people asking about things like that so I'm always trying to just listen to my audience what they're engaging with and doing some trial and error stuff um I also have noticed like when I'm more open or write like longer more thoughtful captions um people really respond well to those so that's something that I do try and do every now and then but I think it it's such an ebb and a flow with my, I mean, just my personal content anyways. Like I, I just kind of listen to where I'm at, what's going on in the day, talk about that. I love humor. I love like trying to make people laugh and being witty. So sometimes that's all you're getting out of me. Um, But in regards to like where I spend my time with my content uh, stories, I try and do in the moment when I can, can I think that's what they're there for showing those behind the scenes connecting with the audience like asking them questions getting to know them like I don't want to just be talking at them I want to be engaged in the conversation and stories is a great way to do that um and same with captions like I'll ask I'll always ask them to like share something if I'm sharing it like I I don't again want to just be expecting someone to listen to me because I think that's boring I want to hear from them so yeah I think 
it's just like it's an ebb and a flow but for anybody who's kind of like trying to figure out their content I would just say listen to your audience see where they're responding but also like know your voice don't get caught up in what people are trying to tell you to be I think it's there's a line there and that you've got to stay true to yourself because at the end of the day that's why people are tuning in too so it's yeah it can definitely be an overwhelming thing to kind of take on totally well especially if you're not just starting out but if you are doing so many other things as well and you're like oh and now I have to make all these conversations and put so much more effort into it um which I think is what really limits people from getting going although to argue my own point is that if you really enjoy it and you like that connection then it comes naturally 100 percent. and i mean i have days where i have to put my phone away i like the thought of a dm just overwhelms me and that is nothing to do with the amazing people that are taking the time to send me messages that is just me and where i'm at in that day it could be set off and triggered by something else it's just you have to i think make sure that when you're doing it you're enjoying it because it's going to change the way that you're showing up online as well. And if it's exhausting you, then like, I think that's also something like if it's continually exhausting you, let me say, I think it's just something to maybe look at, like, is this really what I want to be doing? Is this really making me happier? Is this something that I see other people doing that I think it's something I should be doing? And I think that self-awareness and those honest conversations with yourself in any aspect of your life really just support you that much more. Totally. And I think tying into that, when you're looking at other people's content and thinking about how you're going to create your own, it's not about copying what other people are doing or like looking at the photo and recreating it exactly, or trying to build that brand to create that like genuine and authenticity to show up as yourself. It really needs to come from how you're feeling and not try to build someone else's personal brand. Even though if it worked for them, it's probably not going to work for you. Oh, a hundred percent. And to be honest with my personal brand, I got lost in that sometimes. Like I was like, oh, this is what I need to be. This is how I need to be showing up. This is the content I need to create. And it never performed well for me because people know that's not me. Like when I do reels with banks and like do something funny, people love that because they know that she's like my little child or like when I'm in a shit show and like have like so much anxiety and I'm like just a hot mess and I go on stories and talk people are like this is the real Bailey like this is why we connect with her so it's I think yeah I think there's so much being thrown at us on social media it's inevitable that we're going to be influenced at some point by it but I think again just making sure that you check in with that self-awareness is going to really help support you in the long run totally I completely agree and I think your photos on your feed show up really candidly and in the moment but I know that usually there's a lot more that goes into creating a photo like that can you walk us through what your content creation process looks like how much time you put into it do you do like one-off photos give us the whole rundown yeah I mean it's usually me taking like 600 of the same photo and hating <laughs> all of them um, I I'm still getting in the flow of it. Like I typically do try to shoot more in the moment just because I feel like, and this is so not the most schedule supporting way of doing things because I totally get people batching photo shoots and like creating content and then like having it. But like, for me, I just, I feel more of a connection to what I put out there when it's more in the moment rather than like pre-planning and just feeling like it's 
more, I don't know, like to me, that just makes it feel more editorial than more candid. Um, and again, there's nothing wrong with that. That's just like going back to my self-awareness and what I know I feel works, but it, a lot of it is in the moment. And I have had to like have this personal growth where I'm fine shooting with a tripod because like, that's just, it's just me when I shoot my content. So, um, yeah. And sometimes it stresses me out because I leave it so last minute, but I, I kind of will a like see where I'm at. And if I feel like I'm okay to go do it, then I will. But if I feel like completely overwhelmed and like, there's a pressure for me to put out content, I'm like, no, like you're putting this pressure on yourself. You need to chill out, step back, like don't post. If that's how you're feeling, it's not going to be worth it. So it's, it's a hot mess. I don't really know if that answers your question. <laughs> That was a great answer. I feel like people need to know that, that like you can create good quality content without having to have like a professional photo shoot, like scheduled, because I oh, think yeah. that becomes overwhelming for people. Yeah, no, I think it's just, um, learning like how your style of photography is and like what you need to like create consistently, like the same vibe and aesthetic, but like for me, that's natural lighting. And then um the same minimal editing that I do and I just know that like for me I take out yellow tones because like I don't love that but I think yeah like once you find your rhythm and like setup and how you want to shoot and like lighting I think honestly lighting is the thing most people struggle with and once you can kind of get better at that you're gonna feel more confident totally when I feel like everyone having to be inside their house like really killed all Yes. Lighting dreams. hundred <laughs> percent. Cause you can't just like go outside downtown in like a restaurant and be like, Oh great. Here we are. So it's, I mean, I know no. I've struggled from that is like learning how to adapt to like what my house looks inside and having to take some sort of photo with it. Yeah. I shoot in a lot of alleys by myself with my tribe. <laughs> I love like, that. That's the behind the scenes stuff that a lot of people don't see. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, that's great. Um, and so how do you manage your time and your workday between like play and client work and your podcast and your content creation and your own social media? What does that look like? Yeah. Um, I mean, I try not to be too rigid with my schedule because I know that things are just going to come up anyways. So for me, I really try and keep as much of my work as I can Monday to Friday so that I can have that personal life balance and take a weekend. But for me, the balance between play and the podcast is I know, like, I know on Mondays, I'm always going to have my team meeting to connect with the play girls. I know that Monday mornings, I'm always going to have a podcast recording to do our weekly intro. And then Tuesday, I know I always have to edit the podcast. So like those three are pretty static things for me, but the rest of it, I kind of just leave to what I need to do and what's going to move the needle. And I always have a to-do list on my notes and my phone that I just look at every morning and every night and like assess and bold the things that I know I need to do. Um, and then anything after that, I can continue to check off the rest. I just think that's helped me with feeling productive and overwhelmed. And also I do with play have a team that is amazing. So they really help alleviate a lot of tasks there. And so, yeah, it's, it's got a good workflow. It's been different doing it remote, but it's just kind of for me assessing 
what needs to get done in a day and what's going to move the needle. Right. And are there any tools or resources that you rely on besides your notes and your phone? I mean, Zoom these days. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely that. I think my notes and my phone is like my biggest thing. I have never, ever, ever been one of those people who like can write down a to-do list in a planner or a journal because like I will just lose the journal even if I'm in my own house. Like I just, (laughs) it's not something that works for me. I have tried time and time again to be that person. And I'm like, why am I doing this? I know it doesn't register in my brain. So I go digital and I just keep it in my notes on um, my MacBook that also goes onto my phone. So it's really synonymous. It works really, really well for me. I can look at it and just like kind of anywhere know what I'm on to next. Um, Aside from that, I mean, I know there's so many more apps that people use like um, Slack and things like that, but it just has never worked for me. I find like I just am putting the same information into different channels when I could be being productive and actually doing the things that need to be done rather than like writing it down five times. Um, Oh, one thing that I use a ton is Google docs. So that the Google drive and Google docs is like my jam for anything. I love that. I'm so glad that you said that because I am the same and I don't have any other like project manager management software or like any app to do anything. I have a notebook, so I'm the person that you can't be with the, like, the planner, and I can't put it in my phone because I just feel like I need to have it on paper, but then I, people are like, oh, you should use, like, Asana and Slack and Trello and, like, all these things, and I was like, I was like, but that just seems like a waste of my time to keep updating those things. I think those are amazing for, um, like corporate, like big companies, like I can totally understand how that works when you're in an office of like a couple hundred people. Um, But for me, I just would rather pick up the phone and talk to my team and connect with them or just not be writing the same thing down five times. So I totally, totally get that. Yeah, I guess it's whatever works for you, but I'm glad you just justified my my (laughs) need to not have to download all of them. So... (laughs) And do you want to just tell us before we wrap up a little bit about the podcast, Um, what it is, what people can expect from it and uh, where they can find it and all that. Yeah, for sure. Um, The podcast is like one of the things I have the most fun doing for sure. It's called what day is it? And it's basically anywhere that you listen to podcasts. I think um, iTunes and Spotify are like the top two, but it is, we call it the digital version of happy hours. So Um, I'm a co-host in it. My co-host Jackie was actually the first intern I was talking about at play. So that's how we met. And then how we started the podcast was by working together. And it's just like, I mean, we're just real. Like we always want to be um, bringing last, but also education and value. So we've had guests like Caitlin Bristow, the Bird's Papaya, um, the Skinny Confidential, So it's, we touch on topics from anything from just like business to fitness, to body inclusivity, to mental health. Um, We do like segments called Cute But Psycho. So like sharing a funny thing that happened in our week and like something that we're proud that we accomplished. Um, We have mind blowing shower thoughts that will have you thinking. So it's, yeah, they're really well-rounded episodes and they come out every single Wednesday. Yeah. And they're great. I do listen to them. So I highly recommend people listen to them. 
and they also can really get to know you guys I feel I feel like that's like the ultimate personal brand situation because it it really seems like that's who you guys are yeah no I mean we're definitely ourselves on it um and I think that that was another reason I wanted to just make sure I was being more intentional with a brand on my personal because of the podcast a lot of people were coming and checking me out there um because they were listening so I think yeah it's important to kind of have that continual brand across all your channels but it's it's been so fun we have such a great community of friendships which is what we call our listeners and I love love doing it that's awesome and what can we look forward to you from 2021 or what are you really excited about that you're working on gives a little look into what next year looks like if we can even I don't even know if we can know what (laughs) next year looks like but (laughs) I know I honestly like for me right now I'm taking things just one day at a time um (laughs) I think I I want to just work on a lot of like personal manifestation for 2021 and um hopefully some travel like I would be so happy if I could do that (laughs) but I think just right now for me with the unknown in the business world I am just really focusing on staying consistent with the brands that I have and the growth and those and we're still talking and like working on new things it's just I'm not sure what I'm committed to yet because I just don't know where the world's gonna be (laughs) totally I can feel that I think everyone listening understands how we feel about that um and where can people find and connect with you yeah um so my personal is at bailey b-a-i-l-e-y and then it's j-s-t um which is like my middle name initial and then the first two letters of my last name because everything else was taken Uh, (laughs) and then play is just play digital and what day is it is on all major um podcast platforms and our instagram is what day is a podcast Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on here and sharing all of your social media wisdom. Yeah, no worries. Thank you so much for having me. It's always fun to be on the other side of the mic. Thanks for listening to another episode of Poolside Podcast. I am super pumped that you made it through the whole thing, and I really appreciate all your love and support. This was a great episode with Bailey. If you have any more questions for either of us, make sure you hit us up on Instagram. Also, share this episode, your favorite part of the episode, or anything else you want to hear from this podcast. I always like to hear your feedback. I would also love if you subscribed, rated, and reviewed the podcast on iTunes or Spotify. That also really helps my podcast. So thanks for listening. I appreciate you and I will see you next week.